Jim Cornette wants pregnancy clauses and contracts, two new free agents on the market, and the first official Owen Hart merch becomes available in 20 years. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Chris the Heat Matthews. He's Garrett G. Money Mun. And finally, he's the Tennessee Jesus, Carl Crossland. And this is episode 43 of the WrestleGen Podcast. Oh, yeah. What you gonna do, brother? New WWF figures got the power. Dad, is it my turn yet? It's only been ten minutes. It's been four hours. What's up with that? Oh my god! Hey yo! I'm so high right now. <laughs> Always <laughs> something with these. Oh. I love it when you put those little, like, quick little one-liners in there. He does that shit on purpose. <laughs> he waits, and he's just like, I'm so fucking high right now. <laughs> That's fine, because I put him in, like, right after the music, so. <laughs> it's like last week, wear a condom. <laughs> oh, man. Which, All right. We're coming which to Which someone should have told Seth that a while ago. Well, uh, well yeah, oh, definitely. excuse me. <laughs> Uh, according to Jim Cornette, someone should have told Seth that. <laughs> Fucking Jim Cornette. We'll I get, we'll get I, to Jim Cornette. That. That's a good, that's that? a good point. How, how you know it's Seth? Yeah, that's true. Could be true. had her own baby. I mean, she is the man. <laughs> 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 All right, we're coming to you from the Bright Rose Event Studios. Uh, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Pod with two Ds. Twitter, Pod with one D, because we all know what, Garrett? That uh, can't handle two Ds. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, also like the Facebook page at Russell. <laughs> I don't even know what Carl just said. Jesus. I said, but I can't. Oh. <laughs> that sounds about right. Is that is that something you want to be advertising, Carl? No. You know there's weirdos <laughs> that listen to our show. <laughs> oh, man. Also, check out our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Pod to stay up to date on all the happenings with the show. Um, lots of cool stuff going on there. We just started doing the match of the week. Um, you can check that out. Uh, we've got some other cool stuff on there, some other engaging content uh, that we just started doing this week as well. So be sure to like the Facebook page um, to get up on that stuff. Uh, any questions, comments, concerns, hate mail? Um, Sonny's answer to Carl's proposition can be sent to askwrestlegeddon at gmail.com. Um, yeah, that's it. Uh, also, just uh, so you guys know, you can also fill up the rest of your quarantine hours, the other, you know, 160 some hours a week that you're not listening to us or, you know, whatever other podcast you listen to or how many other hours you got free. Uh, be sure to check out our friends on the Chick-fil-A show, the Wrestling with Reality podcast and the Run-In podcast, uh, whose debut episode will actually be next Friday. 29th so be sure to subscribe to all three of those so you can stay up to date on their when their new episodes drop oh all right 
So that's pretty much all I got for housekeeping there. Uh, you guys got anything? No, I'm good. Uh, yeah, Chris didn't tell you. Um, we went the uh, Joe Rogan route, and we signed a contract with Spotify for $100 million. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> On Spotify. <laughs> No, just kidding. Dude, I wish our pot I wish we had that much traction <laughs> that we could sign a contract for a hundred million dollars. <laughs> Guess who ain't working at Target no more? <laughs> Actually, I probably work there part time just out of boredom. <laughs> yeah. But I wanna be I wouldn't be afraid to tell guests to fuck off though. <laughs> we mean you don't want to wear a mask. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> What you mean you want to buy two of these fungos? I said it's one. Fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> oh. All right. Uh, let's get in. Let's get into the news. Well, hotline fans, I have got a hotline rumor for you. The number, what's the number? Let me call the number. In the Hulkster's hotline, you may do so by dialing one 945 hulk Okay, um, unfortunately, we've had a bit of a tragedy this week. It's not a bit of a tragedy, but it was a um, pretty big trage- tragedy. Jesus, and I swear I've not been drinking. Uh, I believe you. I-, I think what it is, you just talk too much on the podcast, and me and Carl don't talk enough. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> um, but yeah, but we've pretty some some pretty tragic news over the weekend. Um, Shad Gaspard, former WWE superstar and one half of one of my favorite tag teams, uh, Crime Time, um, was involved in an unfortunate event where he was caught in a riptide. Um, they did manage his, him and his son, they were out swimming uh, around the Venice Beach area. Um, they did manage to save his son. Uh, one of the last things that Shad had said was to take his son, then come back for him um, as another wave had crashed down on him from what reports were saying. Um, but his, they did search for him for a couple of days. They were unable to locate his body. Um, but early Wednesday morning around 2 a.m., um, they did find his body washed up on the beach. Uh, the positive note with this, you know, his son is okay. Um, they did manage to recover his body. Um, the family can grieve and you know say their goodbyes. Uh, I just, it's rough, you know, thinking about the family, thinking about you know myself as a father being in that type of situation. Like it's kind of hard to say what exactly one would do. I mean, granted, you know, save the kids first, come back for us, type of scenario as well. But, but it's he's going to be one person that's truly going to be missed in the wrestling industry. Yep, that is for sure. He said, love me some crime. Love watching me some crime time. So, um, at this moment, we're going to take a couple seconds. We're going to take have, have a uh, God damn, my God. can't talk right now. <laughs> Uh, we're just going to have a moment of silence on um, the memory of uh, Shen Gaspard.
All right. And our thoughts and prayers are with Chad's family in this tragic event. Uh, right. So moving on, um, get on to a little, some brighter notes. Uh, the official Owen Hart merch launched by Martha Hart, uh, Dark Side of the Ring and Pro Wrestling Tees is on sale now. Great time because there is a Memorial Day sale going on where you get another 20% off. Um, all the shirts, the proceeds from the shirts will benefit the Owen Hart Foundation. So these shirts are pretty awesome. Have you guys got a chance to check them I've out? Not yet. They're pretty cool. Um, one shirt is pretty much just like a portrait of Owen. Um, and the other one's like a uh, nice, like a cool, like black heart design. So pretty awesome. Pretty excited. Pretty psyched for those as well. Uh, let's see. Collar and Elbow has a shirt out as well um, for the memory of Shad Gaspard. All the proceeds for that go to directly to Shad's family. Um, they're also setting up a GoFundMe. So follow Collar X Elbow on social media um, to find out more information on that. So it's a pretty cool shirt, too. Oh, uh, what else we got? Drew Gulak. Uh, his contract expired. So no 90 day complete clause for Drew. Gonna miss. So any uh any any bets on if he's the mystery person can, for that uh ladder match this weekend? Gabagule. He's not gonna I already know who the mystery opponent's gonna be. And it's not him. It's Jeff Jarrett. No, it's not. Gypsy Joe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Lord. New Jack. Gonna <laughs> be Nature Boy Rick Flair. Woo! Coming back. Uh, actually, Rick Flair actually just re signed a Legends contract for WWE today. So it's not Nature Boy. Oh. But uh, some uh, breaking news before we started recording. Well, that's the thing, though, is. Jake the Snake Roberts is under a Legends contract with is he WWE and so is Diamond Dallas. Wasn't Ar- wasn't yeah. Arn Anderson too when he signed with w- uh, AEW? Well, he was a um he was a producer for WWE, but they let him go. Yeah, no, but they, like he, he, got, um, he got, they let him go. Fame, right? And then he had like a Legends contract. That was um that was before he got. Let go because he got the four horsemen went in last year. No, it's he got let go towards been, the end of the year, a little bit more than that. Yeah, Damn, I know he the reason why he got let go is because he let Alicia Fox wrestle a live event when she was drunk off her ass because he was the uh, agent on duty for that event. You know, what I thought about I just yeah. thought about it right now. You know, I don't. We don't have to hear about your uh, NWO stunt with them making the Hall of Fame, since I guess they're not going to make the Hall of Fame anymore. Probably not. Well, they're still going in. They're not. They're probably going to do a SummerSlam weekend, depending on how big SummerSlam is going to be. We know we're getting uh, Sasha Bailey. You know, they were getting Sasha yeah, Bailey at SummerSlam. 
That I do. Uh, but to your question, you never know. Uh, I actually thought about where I want Gulak to go. I want him to. Uh, I want him to go to New Japan. Yeah, New Japan. I want him to. I can see. I want Gulak him to uh, get in a feud with uh, Jack Saber Junior. Why not? Why mm. not uh, NWA, Garrett? Maybe. Nah, nah. Drew Gulak versus Aaron Stevens, baby. That's Aaron Shooter Stevens to you. Or or Gulak versus the question mark. Is it a question mark or is it the question mark? The world may never know. (laughs) Oh, man. Speaking of NWA, uh, Ricky Starks announced on the Busted Open Radio Show. That he is also a free agent as well as he's no longer contracted with the NWA. So, I think there's a high probability that Ricky Stark's going to end up in AEW with his uh, connections with the the Spanish God Sammy Guevara, and because his fellow NWA brethren, uh, Boom Boom Colt Cabana, is there too. That is true. So you think Carl Ricky Starks for uh, the AEW? Uh, I think that's probably the most logical place to go. Um, either that or like Ring of Honor because it'd be a bad look for WWE to sign like Ricky Starks after they just let a lot of people go. Yeah, I don't think WWE signed anybody for a while. But I would. My guess would be AEW or um, Ring of Honor. I mean, I don't see him going to TNA or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Be surprised, though. Be be a surprising thing. But wherever wherever Gulak and Ricky Starks end up, it's definitely going to benefit either one of those promotions because they're two two amazing talents that... um, well, one WWE just let slip, let Gulak just slip through their I mean, fingers, Gu- but um, I don't know the situation would start. Yeah, Gul- Gulak is uh, is good. Starks, I'm not sold on him yet. Um, it just puts me in mind yeah. of uh, <laughs> he's trying to be. Flex- I, kn- I, flex- I I know because any match I put him in with the week, I'm gonna go with Chris on this one. I could I could do a match with oh. Ricky Stark, Seth Rollins, Kenny Omega, Cody Rhodes. You'd still pick his for the simple fact that you would say, well, "Why the fuck is Ricky Starks in that match? He doesn't deserve to be in that." Yeah, you don't. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's kind of got some truth to it. Might as well put Sting in there too. Sting, Bret Hart, and Ricky <laughs> Stark. All right, let's get to it. Uh, Jim Cornette. I don't know what is wrong with Cornette. I think he get. I, I I no no no. I think he gets off on this. I think it's the only way he can pleasure himself. <laughs> I really do. 
<laughs> I mean, oh, fucked up. <laughs> fucking God, fucking Cornet. I like I like Cornet. There we go. Cor- as far as like wrestling history and knowledge about the business overall, Cornet's a great source. Like I really enjoy him on like when they put him on the dark side of the ring. Because, like, he'll bring, like, the historical background to whatever story it is that they're talking about. Like, because he's pretty much been on, like, every single episode. Um, But his his take on the modern products, like, he's so out of touch with what's going on now. I mean, he was pretty spot on with his um, Money in the Bank. uh, His Money in the Bank. I guess review, whatever you want to call it. He was pretty. Uh, have you seen that? Well, I mean, a lot of people know, like the money in the bank much. match, <laughs> or the pay per view in general. Yeah, I mean, Cornette's more. He's more like a, a traditionalist when it comes to but wrestling. Yeah. Like, you know, he doesn't want to see. He doesn't want to see Joey Ryan doing, you know, flipping people with his dick and. You know things like that. Yeah, that or, watch, or watch, or watch, or um, Kenny Omega like fight a like... blow up doll. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> stuff like that. Like Cornette forgets yeah. that wrestling can be weird too. So, ah, uh, but a couple of the the chunks here that Cornette had has said um, to get a response out of Rollins, basically on Cornette's uh, podcast or YouTube show, whatever it is. Uh, he said, you can't always be on top of the wrestling business in a $1 million a year spot or more, but you can have a baby. What is she? Can she be 30? Lynch is 33. Well, still, she's got many more years before the fucking easy bake oven gets shut off. She can have all those problems like a descended stomach and stretch marks and hemorrhoids and hormone problems and mood swings and all those other joys of motherhood later on when she ain't making a million dollars a year. She's got plenty of time left. What would you do if your wife came home and said, instead of making a million dollars next year, I'm going to basically just be a raging bitch for the next nine months and then give you more shit to worry about around the house? Does, does Jim Cornette even have kids? Yeah, and see uh, that would be I why so. I don't find his point valid. How can a person who's for- never had kids make an assessment, and then two say something about women when he's not even a woman? It was pretty funny. <laughs> of course, you found it funny. <laughs> I, I see. This is a thing. I said. <laughs> I said to my wife. I was telling her about this. And she's like, are you fucking serious? She's like, Jim Cornette has lost his goddamn mind. She's like, after that Ethiopia mark and now this? I was like, yeah. She's like, are you talking about that tonight? I was like, yes. I already sent the article to to Carl and Garrett. She's like, okay. I was like, I know Carl's going to say some dumb shit. I love that shit. I get off on that shit. (laughs) Oh, man. I'm... I just like some of it, yeah. Like the easy bake oven remark was. <laughs> I mean, okay, yeah, but because um, yeah, I kind of chuckled when I read that. But 
But here's the thing, though. WWE is still going to pay Becky while she's out. So she's pretty much getting paid maternity leave. Like, from the time from that Raw, where she relinquished the title to Asuka, to whenever she comes back, she's still getting paid. So, I'm like, she's honestly, she's the first active member of the roster to actually have a baby, to, to become pregnant and have a baby. Well, no, uh, Maria. Maria. Yeah, was no, but she wasn't like uh, um, the but top she wasn't five, really, like Yeah, she wasn't. A, yeah. She wasn't really like an active competitor, though. So. Um, Rollins actually remarked on the um, remarked on the situation. He said, you know, I don't really want to make too much time to get into it because, you know, I don't want to focus on it. It hurt my feelings on a personal level because Jim Cornette is someone who is a legend in our industry. He is someone that I've personally worked with in my time at Ring of Honor. And for him to come out and say some real negative things, some real misogynistic things about women in general and pregnancy in the industry, it kind of caught me off guard. It made me lose a lot of respect for someone that people have already respect for, already lost respect for. And I was holding on to hope that somewhere along there was a personal connection between Jim and I that would twice before making someone egregious comments about women, about my wife, I can't even forgive him. So, yeah, I just, I don't know, like, what Cornette anymore. (laughs) Um, But it does, there's one remark on here that's not on here where um, Cornette says Vince should put in uh, (laughs) pregnancy clauses. In their contracts. No, I just, I just find it. I think like, it's I don't pretty. Know. I mean, pretty. I mean, Cornette's what, like at this point now. It's like the old guy that's just gonna say, "What the hell?" You know, it sounds like your if your grandfather got on the mic, like, ain't no telling him what in the hell's gonna come out. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what it is. Like you know that crazy uncle <laughs> at the wedding that you know that's not married, has no kids. You know, comes out to family gatherings like once a year just to get some free food. You know, and then you know, build up a bar tab and leave. You know, he's going to say what he wants because yep. he doesn't give a shit. So <laughs> that's what Jim Cornette is wrestling's crazy uncle. Plus, like, uh, I mean, he's used to being like heat, like his whole his whole career. Like, I mean, it's basically what he did was like get heat. So I think like. I mean, it's hard, but I guess kind of like his personality is just to get heat. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I, I don't get it with Cornette. Like, I really don't. Um, like, as far as, like, what he's done for the wrestling business, like, his knowledge on the business, much respect to that. But, like, as far as the history of the business goes, but... He's just, like I said earlier, he's just out of touch with a lot of what's going on now and how progressive the world around him is. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like, he's like one of those people that, like, you kind of want to hit, right? Like, I mean, like I said, he's good at getting heat. (laughs) Definitely. Oh, Oh, man. But he might hit you back with a tennis racket, so... Oh man, no, that's yeah, Jim Cornette in a nutshell. All right, so that's going to wrap up our news segment. Um, 
We're actually going to do move our points of articulation segment to later in the episode. Um, just kind of keep all the actual physical, like, you know, actual wrestling stuff together. Uh, let's see. So let's uh, take a quick break here, and then we'll be back with our Get in the Ring segment. We'll talk some SmackDown, some Raw, some NXT. We'll uh, take a trip to Carneyland. And then we'll talk some AEW. We'll give our predictions for uh, ugh, Double or Nothing coming up this Saturday. So stay tuned, and we'll be right back. What's up, WrestleGeddon Podcast fans? This is Rose with Bright Rose Events. Here to announce we have a new subscription box for all your tingling sensations. Check out www.cratejoy.com and research dates in a box. Even wrestling fans need love too. And so you can get your wrestle on with the one you love. Have a date night delivered to your house every month for you and that special someone. That's www.cratejoy.com. Searching dates in a box. Right, so it's time to get in the ring. Uh, honestly, I did not watch SmackDown. <laughs> I didn't watch Raw. Uh, I just took some, a quick little notes. Um, a couple standouts. I did see some clips of Daniel Bryan versus Drew Gulak, uh, w- which looked like a, a pretty entertaining match from the little clips that I saw of it, uh, which will end up being, obviously, Drew Gulak's last match on SmackDown and for the WWE. Uh, of course, lost to Daniel Bryan in the beginning of the Intercontinental Championship Tournament. Yep. Yeah. Then we saw Braun team up with Otis to take on hey, Miz hey. Morrison. Ho, ho. Um, after Miz Morrison ran down Otis earlier in the show. <laughs> so, yeah, that was SmackDown. That was pretty much the only like notable things. Uh, that I even uh, saw looking through the results and everything. Oh, I would say the only thing was the uh, like Charlotte, uh, Sasha, Becky, Bailey shit, where basically Sasha or Sasha, Charlotte called Sasha a bitch for being uh, Bailey Blackie. Oh yeah, which leads to uh, Charlotte being on every WWE program this week. She'll be wrestling Bailey on SmackDown this week because that's what we want is Charlotte on everything. Charlotte, I mean, as Carl would say, as Carl would say, she's a flair. Otis, I love it. Uh, listen, our friends at the Chick Foley show. Our friends on the Chick Foley show tweeted out um, this morning, 
<laughs> said, um, so Charlotte, a Raw superstar who is the NXT Women's Champion, <laughs> will be wrestling Bailey on SmackDown. Dot, 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 dot. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. Yes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was great. That, that had me rolling when I saw that. Uh, let's see. Monday Night Raw, we had Edge accept Orton's challenge for a wrestling match to find out who the better wrestler was because the better man won at WrestleMania, not the better wrestler. Okay. Um, classic promos between the both of them, honestly. Um, from the highlights I saw, mm-hmm. Edge can still go on the mic. Well, this promo was pretty was pretty fire. He basically told Orton, you're here for a paycheck. You don't give a shit about this business anymore. Like, just like ran him down with that. So that was uh, pretty awesome. Uh, we also saw the return of Kevin Owens and Apollo Crews as they took on Selena Vega's group. Um, Austin Theory ended up getting kicked out of the group. And then later on went to join Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy is one of Rollins' new disciples. Pretty cool for Theory. Um, gets put in a pretty prominent position with one group. Uh, basically just uh, while Andrade was out just to keep Vega on TV. And then they put him in with Rollins. Well, it really, really says a lot about Theory's work ethic since this whole uh, pandemic and him being debuting on NXT and then all of a sudden, like, a week later being on Raw and now in a spot, you know, towards the main event with Rollins. So says a lot for uh, Theory's talent. And then throughout the night, we had the Street Profits. Versus the Viking yeah. Raiders in an axe throwing competition. <laughs> this was way worse than the basketball thing. <laughs> Tell me how, through the Street Profits, who have never thrown axes before, you know, according to you know the this whole storyline, how does Dawkins just throw an axe over his shoulder without looking and hit a bullseye? I don't know, man. I don't know. Like that, that was like, let me try to be Mr. Perfect here with this this, this half court shot I think with no on. looking. You know, they were just like they're in the back. Hey, uh, hey, Vince, uh, we're trying to think of, the, uh, of an idea with uh, some Vikings and uh, some uh, some black dudes. What's your idea? Oh, let's put them in a basketball match and an axe competition. That sounds fucking awesome. Let's do that shit. Fuck it. I love it. <laughs> That's some fucking good shit. That's some good shit. Good shit right there. <laughs> oh my god. I I can't even with like as soon like that literally was what decided was the deciding factor of me not watching Raw was this axe-lowering competition. Have you ever thrown the axe? <laughs> like WWE's tag team vision. <laughs> Carl, I'm white. Do you think I've ever thrown an axe before? I'm white, but I've never I've, I've, I've used like, an axe he's... but I've never thrown one. Oh, well, I'll admit, I have, and it's really fun. But, uh, uh, Dude, these axe these axe throwing places are training grounds for white serial killers. I, mean, I threw some knives like, when I was little. 
never threw an axe. It's fun, dude. You should try it. <laughs> I've dude, been. There's one in um. There's one here in downtown yep, Durham. I've been. It's next to the uh, the the boxcar. The the last time my wife and I were out, uh, we went to the boxcar and we walked by that place. There was not a single person of color in there. Every single yeah, person that yeah. was in there throwing axes was all white people. And a few Karen haircuts in there too. So. Well, you know, white people throw yeah. things like parties. <laughs> pa- like parties, condo. <laughs> like parties. <Vagina. laughs> all the necessities. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, awesome. Uh, let's jump into... Uh, let's stick with WWE. Let's jump into some NXT. Uh, standouts for this, we had uh, Io Shirai taking on Rhea Ripley, which actually was a pretty solid match until our second appearance of Charlotte this week and pretty much big-booted Io and then speared Ripley and DQ'd both of them. So I'm pretty sure we're going to get a triple threat at uh, TakeOver In Your These House. These are all the notes you took? Which I'll <sighs> probably announce that next week. Oh, uh, my Dexter, God. You missed the best part. For NXT? Well, I mean, Yo, there's that. That was Dexter awesome. Loomis take on Robert Strong. About. There you Pretty go. Awesome. There you go. Carrying Cross. Uh-huh. No, I was getting there. You know, like these are just like reminder things for me. Okay. <laughs> Carrying Cross and Scarlet. Uh, we are now oh, getting yeah, Champa and Cross at Takeover in Your House. So since it's called In Your House, or were they just going to wrestle awesome. in their house? Really looking forward to that. <laughs> Do you remember in your house? Like it was, they gave away a house. So it was like, um, the pay per views before they came out, like they used to have like Survivor Series, Royal Rumble, like the big four or whatever. But then in your house was like all the ones in between. So it'd be like in your house and they would name it something. And then they just switched them to like Armageddon and that. Yeah, in your house, pretty much, like Carl said, was like the in between stuff. So you had like the first um, Hell in the Cell uh, match was actually in your house, bad blood. So then they have like, and then like those pay per views, they dropped the in your house from them and then would just call it, you know, whatever it was like bad blood or Armageddon or whatnot, whatever they had. Got you. What a lot of them had on there. Yeah. I mean, no. I was just yeah. The set was, I was actually just saying cool it because it was like, like a, uh, you know, COVID still around. And, it was you know, literally like have to the side of a house. house. In your house, man. Oh yeah. They used to give away a house too. <laughs> Click on that; it'd be cool. <laughs> now, the entrance stage was actually like a side <laughs> of a house, and they'd come out like the garage. <laughs> that's pretty awesome. That's that's one of my favorite. Like old school WWF, like entrance stages was the in your house. Stage. Awesome. Uh, let's see. Yeah. So we had uh, Cameron Grimes did a quick little promo talking about his win over Finn Balor. Um, we're getting Finn Balor and Damian Priest at TakeOver in your house as well. Um, we're also getting a triple threat 
from Block A of the Cruiserweight title tournament as Drake Maverick actually managed to score a pin over Kushida, causing a three-way tie between Maverick, Kushida, and Jake Atlas. So the winner of that match, which I think is next week, will go on to In Your House to face um, Phantasma for the uh, Cruiserweight Championship. That's Phantasma. Which is also a tie, but I guess he wins the tie because he beat Tazawa. I don't know how that works. Yeah, I mean, Tazawa and Phantasma are both Was there a tie in Block B? No, no, no. no. So, going into it, Tazawa was 2-0, and Phantasma was 1-1. And Phantasma beat him. Going into it. So they're both two and one, but like, I, I I didn't know if they were going to. Uh, he beat him, I guess. Yeah. Well, it's probably because he. Lane. Probably because he won that match. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of confusing, but. Yeah. What up? NXT was good. So, but uh, NXT wasn't bad. It was a um, pretty decent show. Not one of their better weekly shows, but still, it was, pretty good. it was a lot better than uh than what Raw probably was. Yeah, which um apparently on Raw too we had um Drew McIntyre well, versus Andrade for like the seven hundredth time. Which I told Chris, I'm not a Bobby Lashley fan. I never have yeah. been, but I'm excited to get Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre. I think since they've actually let Lashley pretty much since WrestleMania, mm-hmm. yeah, because that match with Lashley at Mania was actually pretty good. Since Mania, since they've let Lashley show a bit more of his personality, he's been more entertaining. And then, like I said, pairing him with MVP is going to help as well. Like Lashley hasn't been entertaining since he's been with Leo Rush. That whole thing with Rusev and Lana just pretty much killed whatever uh, character. Oh man! <laughs> oh man! All right, uh, let's, oh, yeah. uh, let's head over to NWA and take a trip to Carnyland. I um. I enjoyed Carnyland. Like like I said, it was um it was very similar to watching the Edge and Christian show. Um, like a lot of it was just setting up some previews for like some other shows that they've announced for during the week, uh, which we'll talk about that here in a minute. But um Eddie Kingston oh, yeah. at the beginning of this show. Oh yeah. Dude, Kingston is money on the mic. So that was like his promo from um Superpower. And then this, you know, with you know that heartfelt message that he delivered was, was just was great, and we lost Carl again. Yeah, so, he is the man. But it was pretty solid. That yeah, was like, really good. I like that a lot. Man. Dude, I like the. Uh, don't like. I know you didn't like it, like Carl Zicky and I Dice, did the, the Zicky Dice. You feel like you're going to get Dice promo there was pretty will. good. I don't think. I mean, he's like. I got you. Yeah, I got you. Team uh, dream the is dream good train. in the I'm ring. Get you on the uh, Ricky Ricky Dice Dice sucks in the ring. He's a lot better than Ricky Stark. Um. 
Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, he did beat Ricky Stark. Better than Orange Cassidy. Tommy. Hey. <laughs> you want me to keep going? Oh, man. Oh, what else we had? We had that little... Yeah, that was pretty... <laughs> that I love the Joe Galley, awesome. uh, Stu Bennett stuff. I, love I don't how... even know if... I don't even know if I'm actually here or not. Oh, that was great, too. <laughs> I don't like that Stu can just make me disappear. Like, I don't even know where I go. <laughs> that was good. The best thing about Josephus thing is, like, he starts out standing next to his freaking garbage cans. It just cracked me up. <laughs> you mean the question mark? Oh, man. I miss Josephus. That's not the question mark. Okay. The question mark. Yeah. All right. What other big dude on there do you know looks like the question mark besides <laughs> Josephus? I'll wait. It's not Josephus. Okay. Nick Aldis. It's Nick Aldis. <laughs> it's Nick Aldis in a wig. He's like Chris. Hems- He's like Chris Hemsworth pulled it off. <laughs> Watch this. The singlet puts on. <laughs> <laughs> the single oh, adds 10 pounds <laughs> oh man they also so during um, Carnyland they announced some of their weekly shows that they'll be doing um, so Monday they're doing uh, What's Causing Aldis uh, which is core, which will be hosted by Nick Aldis and basically it's just a interview segment with him and you know some other NWA superstars and other people. Uh, this really week, it's um, Tom Latimer and I can't remember who it is either. Oh, I'm drawing a freaking break, blank on it. Well, it's someone yeah, in remember. the NWA too. <laughs> can't freaking remember. But uh, basically, he'll be they'll be just talking like stories, interviews, and stuff like that. Uh, of course, Tuesday is Carnyland, so it'll probably be more of what we saw this week. Uh, Wednesday is Inside the NWA. This past week was um, an interview with Dave Lagana and Patrick William Corgan about the history, not the history, but the future of the NWA and how they came up with Carnyland. Um, I do need to go back and check that out because I'm interested to see where the NWA is going uh, once things get kind of back to normal. Uh, Thursday, which I totally forgot, I got this Girl Power, which is Friday, I got this mixed up. Um, yeah, the Eli Drake show. Yeah, they talk to you, dummy. Yeah, let me talk to you. Yeah. So I kind of wanted, I really wanted to watch that, but I got the the schedule mixed up. So I'll definitely be checking that out. And then of course which, tomorrow night, which I'll admit to you in that Cardi Land, the Allison K segment thing was pretty funny too. Yeah, that was funny. Oh, that was awesome. <laughs> Generic promo. promo. Look like I'm imaginary washing my hands. <laughs> then I get real quiet because someone said <laughs> it captures your attention better. And then I'm going to yell. <laughs> oh, that was great. So. Uh, it's cool to see NWA doing stuff like this to keep their keep themselves um, kind of in the spotlight and 
keep a focus on what they're doing. <clears throat> Hopefully soon we'll be able to get back to them actually um, putting on more shows, um, actually wrestling, even if it's in like the an empty TV studio, whatever. Um, but we shall see um, when Atlanta decides to open things up a little bit more. All right. So AEW this week. Uh, yeah, I don't know. For uh, a show before a pay-per-view, I wasn't too too thrilled with a lot of uh, what went on here. Uh, Mox took on 10 from the Dark Order. Jobber really was just kind of like a squash match. Down anyway. 687. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, we had Arn and Jake <clears throat> Jake Snake Roberts in a face off. Basically, they just talk shit back and forth to each Who other. Who the fuck cares? Uh, yeah, pretty much. We had a women's tag team match with Britt Baker and Nyla Rose taking on the team of Sheeta and Statlander. Yes. Yes, because all four of them are wrestling singles matches this weekend. Um, Apparently, there was a spot in there where uh, Baker may have gotten injured, so we're not sure if she is going to be able to compete this weekend at Double or Nothing, where she is supposed to be taking on uh, Chris Statlander, so we'll see where we go from there. And speaking of injuries, uh, also had an injury scare with Ray Phoenix, who was involved in the uh, casino ladder match. Uh, he took a, a dive out of the ring and uh, did not get caught, so he kind of landed on his uh, landed on his neck. Uh, but I'm seeing an article now Thank where God. he is clear to compete. So. Thank God. Ray Phoenix will be in that ladder match. So apparently Baker's injury hasn't wasn't that bad. There's nothing else. Anything, That's right, Nick. Anything on her. So <laughs> nope, nope. she's pregnant. <laughs> she's having Adam Cole's like baby. <laughs> oh, awesome. <laughs> Oh, great. Okay. So, uh, let's see. Main event we had. Well, we actually had we uh, definitely MJF destroy Marco stunt, um, which I don't understand why. Yeah. I don't understand why the rest of Jurassic Express wasn't around ringside for that. Um, but whatever. Uh, we had Cassidy versus Phoenix. Of course, Phoenix over Cassidy, which was a pretty decent match. Uh, but the, the best match of the night. Matt Hardy versus the Spanish god, Sammy Guevara. Oh, yeah. That's pretty solid. Then it ended up into a big old brawl between the inner circle and the elite on a football so field. Which is My, my question will, um, is, is Adam Page is in this match? Have their brawl at this weekend, I guess. Okay. Because I saw this, like, vignette yes. thing of, like, them at the football stadium. And it was just Hardy, the Bucks, and Kenny Omega. So that's why I was confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like, was that, was that where they were posing or when they're, um, yeah, Paige came out during the brawl and, um, <clears throat> like he basically ran 
from like the hundred yard line down and just trampled over um uh Jake Hager and just went to town and once the the elite got the upper hand and the inner circle started taking off, Page just left. Like he didn't stay with the other one thing, but he just walked away. They really haven't been pushing that storyline with like him turning on him the elite. I mean, this is the first time yeah, Paige no, has I've been on me some TV cowboy in like shit. three, four weeks now. Yeah. I feel like. Miss the, uh, <laughs> the nameplate guy's messages. It's probably because, well, I mean, it's not like he's got beer. To, it's, that's probably what it is. It's just a beer shortage, you know. He's not getting his beer from the fans like he needs to. <laughs> oh man so that was pretty cool um, just that last match here was probably the more entertaining part of AEW for me I don't know other people enjoy AEW more than I do uh, let's see let's jump into double or nothing and run down our uh, predictions for that uh, so we're going to start off with the AEW world championship uh, John Moxley defending against uh, Brody Lee. I think Moxley's going to keep it. Oh, uh, yeah. For sure, he's going to keep it. Yeah, Moxley. Yeah, I don't... As much as I love Brody Lee, I don't see him uh, taking the title off of Mox. I don't think he's... He's not a big enough name to to dethrone uh, the AEW world champion. Um, it's going to take like another former WWE star to come in and and do it. <laughs> uh, what else we got? We got the AEW Women's Championship. Uh, no DQ, no count-out match between Nyla Rose and Hikaru Shida. Uh, I really want picking. Shida to win this That's match. That's who I'm picking away. I don't like Nyla Rose. Yeah, you're right on this one. Yeah. I'm right. I'm picking che- on Shida. Yeah, 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 I'm sure I am. No, 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 no. I'm picking Sheeta. Sheeta oh, I'm picking Nyla Rose. Well, then pick Nyla Rose. I don't give a... I'm sure you like that. Then Carl's picking Nyla Rose. I don't like it. I'm just saying that's his win. <laughs> okay, it's fine. <laughs> All right. Uh, next up, we got the AEW TNT Championship. Pretty much the TV title being crowned on a pay-per-view. Cody taking on Lance Archer. Mike Tyson will present the title to the winner. No. My prediction is Mike Tyson knocks them both out and takes the title. <laughs> uh, no, Cody, I think. I have a feeling this is going to be what Cody's happen um, first is Mike Tyson will rip off his shirt. Reveal Austin 316. Uncode will come out. And want to talk. <laughs> <laughs> then we'll hear Jr. <laughs> Pogod, Stone Cold, Stone Cold. <laughs> oh man! Oh, uh, who uh, you got? Cody oh, probably oh. Win it yeah, who you guys got? Much runs the company. Eagle how the titles go. If you're in the company, give yourself a shot. 
<laughs> Garrett, are you there? Lost Garrett. <laughs> yeah, he died. Use your powers to resurrect. You probably forget to charge his laptop. <laughs> oh man well while we wait for Garrett um, when he comes back on he can tell us his prediction for that uh, casino ladder match apparently the rules for this match there will be a poker chip Hanging from hanging above the ring, anybody I'm, can. There's gonna be two people that start, two people that start in the ring at once. And every I'm here, can you hear me? 90 seconds, a new participant will enter oh, yeah. until all nine are in the ring. At any, yes, we oh, can I was you. saying Cody, I guess um, you didn't hear me. Who you got between yeah, Cody and Archer? He did, yeah. No, we did not hear you. That's why I, I kind of figured. I was trying to get his powers power you, but he said, "Fuck that." <laughs> oh man! So we're talking about the the casino ladder match. The rules for the ladder match. Um, there's a poker chip that'll be hanging above the ring. Two competitors will start, then every ninety seconds, someone will enter. Until all nine are in the ring, but the match can end at any point in time before all the competitors are in the match. You don't have to wait until all nine are in the ring to climb the ladder. Here's the only thing I have to say is if somebody goes up and grabs the poker chip and drops it and it falls into like my ass's hand, some like <laughs> some like I'm be big fucking pissed. Some like I'm not big fat dude. I know what I meant. Who says? No, you say you say that shit right. Competitors for this match, you've got Darby Allen, Darby Allen, Orange Cassidy, Phoenix, fucking goddamn Darby Allen. Goddamn Darby Allen. Goddamn Darby Allen. Colt Boom Boom Cabana. Freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy. Phoenix. Scorpio Sky. Kip Sabian. Super bad Kip Sabian. Naked Boy Rick Flair. Woo! Luchasaurus. And He'll be coming in on a stretcher, but he's still make it. <laughs> With just the, the eight. That we know they're going to yep. be in this match. This already looks better than what WWE we did seen, with Money in the Bank. <laughs> we haven't seen it yet, you know. And they do like uh, Coca Manica pin Darby Allen down with like a a weight. <laughs> <laughs> run, run after the poker too. <laughs> oh man! Orange Cassidy slip on some orange juice and fucking. <laughs> <laughs> uh. 
this one, this is kind of a tough one though. Because like the the winner of this match will receive a future AEW World Championship, so it's pretty much AEW's money in the bank. Um, the top two, maybe three that I could see winning this are Darby Allen, Scorpio Sky, and possibly Luchasaurus. That's just what so, who's been announced. So like out of these people, who you think the it's probably gonna be the one that like who who as like a single wrestler could you see being like a, a world champion on the EWC? Like, you know what I mean? Probably Phoenix, maybe. Oh, out of out of out of the ones that are Phoenix, Agreed. no Scorpio Sky. I can see being the next big big thing in AEW. Just the way they've been pushing him lately, I can see Scorpio Sky being a breakout single star. Given that we don't, given that we don't know who I mean, the we've is. seen Darby yeah. Allen. Yeah, like I'm pretty sure, like whoever the mystery part participant is, are probably going to end up winning. Um, but out of those eight yeah. people, like Scorpio Sky so. is the, the breakout to me. Is there any like a uh, mystery uh, participant that you think would be like a super like surprise, but would be like a really good mystery participant? Like, is there is there a free I, I agent out there? It's, it's kind of it's hard to say because all the all the WWE talent, all the WWE talent that was released still has ninety day no compete clauses. The only one that doesn't is Drew Gulak um, and the Revival, but the Revival aren't going to show up for a singles ladder match. Um, like that, That's all I can think of that. I don't know if – the only other thing is if Brian Cage is cleared to wrestle from his surgery. Yeah, like if he's think about that. Come back. Like if dude, that's the case, dude, then I can see Brian Cage. Dude, what if it was Jay Lethal? In this as well. Uh, that would be awesome, oh, but that's that's a long yeah. shot because I think Lethal just signed a new contract with Ring of Honor not that long ago. Yeah, hey, Lethal's not going anywhere. He's he's pretty much Ring of Honor till he dies now. Yeah. But um, yeah, like I don't know the the mystery. It it could be pretty much anybody. Um, it could even be, be Marco Stunt. Surprise. <laughs> There is a McMahon name on that contract, but it's not Vince McMahon. It's Shane McMahon. AEW wanted the rights to start. That ladder match is my god. They're going to get. <laughs> All right. So next we got the the stadium stampede match, uh, which will be the elite uh, members of the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, Adam Hangman Page, of course the tag team champions, and honorary elite member Broken Matt Hardy, uh, taking on the Inner Circle, uh, which of course is Sammy Guevara, Fine Jack Hager, and 
Chris Jericho, the champion Chris Jericho. <laughs> One half of the sex gods. I agree. Uh, this that? one, I think the I think the elite needs a win. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I feel like they've lost. I, I think <laughs> the elite needs a win. Time. So I'm, I'm going with the elite <laughs> on this one. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the inner circle. They'll do something. Uh, cheat or somebody new would join the inner circle or something. There's a uh, heel turn. Uh, yeah. Ricky Starks. <laughs> Oh, yeah, but it should be a pretty fun, entertaining match with the the talent that's involved in this. These ten guys are gonna like rip the house down, so so it should be pretty good. Oh, uh, let's see, Maybe. MJF versus Jungle Boy. Probably not. Will uh, Jungle Boy get his first singles victory? No, probably not. <laughs> probably not. I think we're gonna see more. I think we're going to see Wardlow get Maybe. involved and then Luchasaurus get involved, MK. which will probably lead to a tag match later on down the road. Yeah, I'm going MJF on this one as well. Oh, oh Britt Baker versus Chris, uh, Chris Statlander. Uh, well, the Bret Hart of wrestling Dennis versus the Alien. I had to go with uh, take a nap. Brit, Brit, Brit Breaker on this one. <laughs> that's that's a bathroom break. <laughs> nah, I don't see Statlander picking up the win over Baker, especially with how much they've been building Baker. So. Oh, and then we've got the buy-in, um, which will be, of course, be yep. a preview before the pay-per-view. The best friends taking on private party. Been a while since we've nice. seen private party. Uh, the winners of this match will become number one contenders to AEW World Tag Team Championship. You going best friends? Uh, I'm going with the best friends on this one. Hmm. Uh, I'm going best friends. I'm a, I'm a, I like both teams. Um, I'm, I'm a more, big fan of I'm, all all right, track, I'm gonna go with Chris team. on this one. Yeah, best friends. You know, I used to know a guy. Who knew who uh, went to school with uh, Trent Britta? It's pretty cool. But uh, I'm going to go with uh, a private party. <laughs> nice. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah it'd be good. I mean, either way, it's going to be a hell of a match, a hell of a tag team match, though. So. Oh. All right, so that is our breakdown of uh, Double or Nothing, and that's going to be this coming Saturday night. So if you're listening to this on Friday, it is tomorrow. Um, <laughs> if you're listening to it on Saturday, it's tonight. You fucking, um, and you fucking you, uh, after that. You missed the pay-per-view. So. If you got a good stream, you know, <laughs> share the link. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to spend $50 to uh, <laughs> sharing to is sharing to compete in the ladder match. You know? <laughs> we are in a pandemic. I'm not paying $50 for a pay-per-view. Uh, so spoiled by the network. <laughs> so spoiled. All right. That's going to break down our get in the ring segment. We're going to take a quick break. Another word from one of our sponsors. 
and we'll be back. Um, we're going to talk some points of articulation. Uh, we've got some new, new, new Japan news uh, for their series two from Super Seven. Uh, of course, weekly trivia, and then we're going to find out who the winner is for this for this month fantasy bookings um, as we do our pay per view for week four. And of course, we'll hit you with that theme of the week. So <sighs> stay tuned. We will be right back. <sighs> All right. Let's see what we got on the Twitter line today. So let's see. Hmm. Fake news, fake news, fake news, illogical wrestling argument. That doesn't even make sense. I don't even know if that's English. What is going on on the Twitter line today? Um, hmm, that's not true. That I can confirm that. Oh, Wrestling Podcast Awards by the Wrestle Hub, December 6th on YouTube, third year in a row, last past winners were Ram with Ann, but I know those guys, you know what, I am King Ricky Rose, I am the general manager of WrestleAddict Radio, so I gotta get my shows on here, I gotta get Kings of the Rings podcast, Game Changer podcast, the Young Lions perspective, and of course, the Delight Show with Mance Chapel, all of WrestleAddict Radio, the cure for the common wrestling podcast, needs to be a part of the Wrestling Podcast Awards. The only question is, where will you be when the show opens up December 6th? All right, so let's talk some uh, points of articulation. These aren't dolls, and they're certainly not teddy bears. WCW Power Slam Wrestlers, figures and rings sold separately. So the only big news coming out of this week uh, for wrestling figures is, of course, New Japan Series 2 from Super 7, uh, which is now up for pre-order on ringside, ringside Collectibles. All of Series 2 will be members of Los Ingrenobles de Japón, featuring Bushi, uh, who will come with three interchangeable heads. Interchangeable hands and a soft goods luchador mask. So, pretty awesome there. You've got Evil, who of course has interchangeable head. Hands will come with a scythe, a mask, and a soft goods cloak. Uh, Hiromu Takahashi, um, interchangeable head and hands and a leather jacket. And the standout, I mean, Evil looked pretty awesome, but the standout, Naito, interchangeable head, hands. He will come with the IWGP Heavyweight Championship belt, the IWGP Intercontinental Championship belt, two interchangeable soft goods, LIJ T-shirts. You know what's crazy about all this? Soft goods, LIJ. The fact that you and I know who all these people are, but Carl doesn't know. Fucking amazing. (laughs) Carl probably knows Naito just because he wrestled uh, Jericho. I think Carl knows who Naito yeah. is and a couple other people. So. I didn't. I meant to look at him because I yeah. was kind of excited. But did you see? Did you see pictures of these? Oh man, they're freaking amazing! And then I shared on our Facebook page um, the renders for the boxes yeah. for Series One. Oh my god, like that makes me want to become a mock collector. Like those boxes are amazing. Like the almost as great as as greatly designed as the figures are. Um, and it really makes me want to pick up at least Okada and Naito from these two lines. But 
um, that thirty four ninety nine price point on these is kind of out of my budget for a wrestling figure. Like I'm good with like twenty twenty five dollars, but thirty four is a little much. But with all the stuff that these got these guys come with, it's it's pretty well worth it. Oh, all right, and Jesus has resurrected himself back to the podcast. And you are cutting in and out. And he's gone. <laughs> all right, so that's going to wrap up our points of articulation. Uh, let's get into our... Weekly trivia. While we're uh, yeah, that. sure. No so problem. Last week's question. All right. New... Last week's trivia question was, which of the following factions <laughs> was Arn Anderson not a part of? Your answers were the Heenan family, the first family, the four horsemen, or the dangerous alliance. Do I know the answer? I'm pretty sure it was the dangerous alliance, but I don't remember. Or when I, I don't fucking know, I don't remember. It's the first, <laughs> first family. He didn't uh, write you the are answer. So like I would know. The answer was the first family. Uh, well, yeah, this week's family. trivia question. I uh, I is uh, what was the name of the Twin Towers entrance theme, and who was it performed by? Yeah, see if you know that shit. If you don't. Right. You don't know. <laughs> Carl uh, maybe back. I, I mean maybe. I am yes, coming sir. back, but my headphones Carl, you back are not working on firm. For some reason anchor was um I didn't have any uh web which is a lie because I was able to oh. use it in the Google Promo out, but yeah, I can barely hear you guys because I'm on my phone speaker and not my uh, headphones. Yeah, pretty good. Oh, that sucks. All right, yeah, I um, know you sound fine. Yeah, we're good. I can hear we can hear you, no problem. At least I can. All right, so let's get into... Yeah, I'm writing the winners because I kind of forgot uh, to. Fantasy bookings. Well, I wrote, like, the matches. I did that a long time ago. <laughs> but I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I forgot. Yeah, well, I was planning on yeah, putting it through a system up. so it wasn't actually me picking the winners. But I, I have been so busy doing other shit that I never got to it. So, uh, that's not what it was, but sure. Uh, 
of the sunny days. Yeah, Animal Crossing takes up a lot of time. Yeah, that's what it is. So the only fans. Uh yeah. Sonny's only fans. That's okay. Oh, you're fine. You can go ahead. All right. Oh, well, you are jotting Actually, down your Actually, I say winners. that, but yeah, go ahead. Uh, I'll no, start off fine. with the, uh, the first match for pay-per-view. I've got the... What's that? <laughs> uh, first match I've got is the Tag Team Championship match. We're going to kick the show off with that. Um, it's going to be between the Good Brothers, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson, taking on Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly. Uh, um, my first match era will is want to pick uh, up the win after hitting Chasing the Dragon uh, on Carl IC Anderson. title match with uh, Adam Page versus Drew Gulak. And uh, Adam Page hits the uh, Buckshot Lariat on Gulak to retain his title. I'm not putting Intercontinental title match. That's very uh, old school of you. And I'm going to go with Garrett. Nice. <laughs> I have a feeling I might be losing one of my legends. <laughs> All right. My next match. Steel cage match between Broken Matt Hardy and The Fiend. Uh, the Fiend picks up uh, the my win. match too is uh, uh, after applying uh, the mandible elimination claw on tag Hardy team match for the tag title the door. Uh, uh, which, huh? Hold up. I haven't got to listen to it. I'm gonna go with Chris. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Go ahead. Go <laughs> fucking Carl. All right. Well, elimination tag match for the tag titles. Uh, she's uh, uh, the Street Profits versus the Bar versus the Bucks versus Carl's favorite team on my show, the Gorgeous Gods. Uh, the Bar runs house through the Bucks and the Street Profits to get down to two teams left, but the Gorgeous Gods retain their titles after a gorgeous tandem finisher. Uh yeah, I'm gonna go with Chris, Cage Matt, Dean, Matt Hardy. Uh I was you really beat that. <laughs> All right. Uh the next match is for the US title. And we see Trevor Murdoch taking on Cameron Grimes. Uh, Murdoch hits the the ace of spades off the top. Uh, of the rope, my match three, three and is your new oh. United States champion. Oh shit! Well, Carl away from Carl. <laughs> That's fine. I had to uh, figure. I had to figure something out anyway. Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. 
it's sad when like you have someone on your on your roster and you don't know what the finisher is. Well, dude, how the fuck do I not know who what Nick Aldis is fucking? Oh, uh, sorry, I don't know what Zicky Dice's finisher is. It's like a, a roll up. It's that rad. Is it? I really don't. That's pretty bad. I poked it up. I don't and, remember. And, like, the first thing head. I saw was the tor- tormentum. I don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> Alexa. You need to ask Samuel Jackson. What's He'll Nick know. Aldis's finishing move? <laughs> Sorry. Well, well, here's a little snippet that I didn't know. Here, to get a little off topic while we entertain the fans. Did you know that there's a NWA World Heavyweight Championship match between Nick Aldis and James Ellsworth? So, my first question is, why in the fuck did James Ellsworth get a shot at Sweet Charlotte? What did he do to deserve it? Oh, yeah, that's it. I I don't know. Sounds about right. Uh, probably Sorry. didn't send naked pictures to a kid that week. There we go. Oh, that's what we're doing. Oh, oh well, my match three. Did you get his match three? Yeah. Uh, my match three is uh, <laughs> Becky Lynch versus Alexa Bliss. And I know this is going to catch you off guard because Alexa Bliss, been on fire, stays on fire, and picks up the win after a twisted Bliss to become new champ. Well, ooh, this is pretty tough. Pretty tough. I love my boy Trevor Murdoch picking up the US title. And I love Alexa Bliss picking up the women's title. Man. Man. Uh, mm. I gotta go. Beauty or beast? Beauty or beast? <laughs> oh man! Um, I think I think my my penis is kind of thin. Last off, I'm about to go with Alexa Bliss. What the fuck? Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's great. All right. My next match is the Money in the Bank ladder match, uh, which features AJ Styles, Zicky Dice, Adam Cole, Luchasaurus, Angel Garza, and Heath Slater. Uh, Zicky Dice. So- Becomes Mr. Money in the Bank. So what he meant to say is Luchasaurus had the briefcase and he dropped it and Zicky Dice picked it up. And it's simply (laughs) outlandish. (laughs) (laughs) He dropped it and Zicky Dice caught it. Ah, there you go. Uh, So my match four is a uh, Falls Count Anywhere match between Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes. And Seth Rollins 
picks up the win after, you know, it goes all throughout, you know, someone gets thrown into some concession stands and some trash can lids and all this shit, you know, just to make Carl's day. But Rollin curb stomps Cody on the steel steps to get the one, two, three. Um, I'm going to go with Chris on this one just because the curb stomp on the still stays on the false count anywhere. So as far no, as they no, made no, it, no, 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 no. I told you they went to there. the concession stand, you know, some I, popcorn I, I, got thrown I, I know, around, uh, you know, somebody got some barbecue stains on them. Yeah, all that good stuff. No, I'm messing with you. But yeah, I'm going to go with Ziggy Dice. All right. Cool. Um, anyway. <laughs> oh, man. I miscounted my matches when I made this. I actually got six, but I'm going to skip my next match and do my main event just to make it fair. Uh, final match, match five, main event, <laughs> WWE Championship. <laughs> Macho Man Randy Savage oh, gonna make versus Carl's Finn Balor. My main event is uh, after hitting the also my Universal Championship match, which sees Nick Aldis versus Kenny Omega. And Aldis puts Omega in the sharpshooter to tap him out. Aldis <laughs> yeah. puts Omega in the sharpshooter to tap him out? I was like thinking about it and I was like shit Carl's just like I want Omega and Macho Man to win fucking fucking Savage (laughs) fucking Savage couldn't pick up the win against fucking Finn Balor oh my gosh man (laughs) are you trying to fuck him over man (laughs) oh my gosh <laughs> Yo, this was all simulated oh, in W in two K twenty. I didn't change oh, anything. You, so, oh, oh, you simmed the results. Okay. I plugged in the matches and simmed the results. So this is, this is what it's like, oh <laughs> Yes. So. Fucking Savage again. All right. Yeah, Vince um, fucked over Savage for fucking over Stephanie. And they're fucking Omega off. God damn y'all. Ah. <laughs> ben Balor, Nick Aldis. All right. I'm going to have to go with Nick Aldis. All right. I'm going to go with Gary on this one. Uh, I won three to two. I was actually hoping you would pick... I was hoping you would pick All Chris right, so just so he wouldn't have to change his uh, legend. Or you change his legend. Wait, wait, I'm not going to pick my... No, you, so you either have to pick someone over Savage, you have to pick someone over Beth. So it's up to you. I know, I know, but like, I mean, who am I going to replace Beth with? Like, that's what you want to do. <laughs> I mean, What's you the should... fun in that? Amen. <laughs> Trader with, with like Bertha Play. <laughs> is there. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, is Dirty White Girl? Is Dirty White Girl? Is Dirty White Girl a uh, legend? 
<laughs> hey, you could trade oh, her out. Man. You could trade her out for like China. That'd be awesome. There you go. <laughs> is there is there any white girl legend? <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Does she actually wrestle? She had like a. She has like a few matches, like car and feather matches, and like you know, to strip in their brown panties a few times. <laughs> if you count that as real. Well, she's more of a valet. Yeah, though, she's more she? of a valet. No, of course, mostly valet. <laughs> step, step, one, step one, she was getting spanked by Miss Texas. <laughs> Oh man! All right, so those are those are the so steps. When are, when are, uh, Garrett, you get to. Uh, when are we doing the uh, big reveal? We'll next the, uh, legend. That way you can get some time to think about it. Um, we next do it next week. week. Then next week we'll also do. Um, we're gonna do a supplemental draft, so we're gonna add five more uh, roster members. And then Garrett can swap out for winning uh, the month. You get to swap out one of your um, regular roster members, too. Yeah, if you want to. I mean, you don't have to. Month-to-month thing? Like swapping out the... Yeah. No, I mean, no, that's cool. I mean, it gives us incentive. I'm cool with it. (laughs) And Carl can keep swapping out our legends. Everybody has the lineup of the USWA. Like, oh. uh, somebody's gotten up with Sunny Beaches or <laughs> or Gypsy Joe at one point. No, you wouldn't get you wouldn't get Gypsy Joe, but you know, might be some Brian Christopher's, you know, some Jeff Jarrett, some Brickhouse Browns, some uh, or some Doink the Clown for you. Oh, that's great. All right. So Garrett picks up the win for our fantasy booking for week for month two. Uh, next week, we'll start month three, week one. Um, and we will see who uh, my legend is going to be either replacing the Macho Man Randy Savage or Beth Phoenix. Um, shitty thing is, if I lose Beth Phoenix, she is my women's champion. So, <laughs> I guess, uh, <laughs> vacant. Vacant adds another title to their to their uh, their mantle. So. <laughs> uh, part of the reason why I had uh, Finn retain over Savage just to be on the safe side. <laughs> All right. That's going to wrap up another edition of the Russell Gunner podcast. Um, thank you all for listening. Again, be sure to check out our friends on the Chick Foley Show, the Wrestling with Reality podcast, and the Run In podcast. Um, again, the Run In podcast first episode will debut next Friday, the 29th. Um, also, be sure to follow us again on Instagram at Russell Gunner Pod with two D's, Twitter, Russell Gunner Pod with one D, uh, Facebook, Facebook.com slash Russell Gunner pod and email us uh, email us at askrussellgeddon at gmail.com 
any feedback or questions. Um, or if you know the trivia answer, um, go ahead and email us that too. No, yeah. I think I'm good. All right. You guys got anything? Um, we didn't really cover the one heart. Um, Dark side of the ring, did we? Oh, we did not. I forgot, I forgot no, to put that in the notes. Too. We can cover it next week. I think, yeah, we can talk about it next week. It was the season finale. Yeah. We can add that in for next week. Uh, I'll give Garrett time to watch it. Maybe. <laughs> Which probably won't. <laughs> Who's Owen Hart? Garrett's like, Who's Owen Hart? <laughs> you want to know what's sad? You want to know the only reason I really knew who Owen Hart is? <laughs> is because I used to play, I don't remember which one it was. I know Chris will know. I used to play an old wrestling game on my like PlayStation, and I remember, uh, I remember him being in that, and I remember not liking him. And I remember every time I played that game, I always had to fight against Farouk, and he always beat the living shit out of me, and it pissed me off. I remember that. Yeah, Raw, 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 because I always yeah. remember there being like steel cagey stuff every time yeah, you like Warzone or um, Attitude. Probably I think it was Warzone. I do remember that. Yeah, game was fucking trash. Yeah, it was Warzone. <laughs> but I spent many a days playing that. When I like, if you go from if you if you went from the Super Nintendo days, I remember when I got Warzone, I called my cousin. I'm like. Hey, I'm playing this on my PlayStation. <laughs> it's like watching TV. <laughs> oh, oh. oh man! But then, uh, then WCW came out with Nitro, and it was like photorealistic graphics. Then they had like the videos with like the promos and stuff. And it's like, oh my god, this game's so much better than than the WWF. Dude, WCW versus the world. That was a good game. Oh man, my my go to is uh WCW NWO Revenge. That was that was my jam. That and uh uh No Mercy. Good times, good times. Oh. All right, y'all. And in memory. Yo, 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 yo. Chad Gaspard. Of Chad Gaspard. We're going to leave you with the theme of the week. Uh, the prime time entrance team. We'll uh, talk to y'all next week. Episode 44. 44. Can't believe we made it this far. So, I'm Chrissy Heat Matthews. And for Gary G. Money Mun and the Tennessee Jesus himself, Carl Crossland. Thank you all for listening, and we'll catch you guys next uh, week. Carl's still high. Brooklyn, Brooklyn. Later, Marks. <laughs>